Welcome to the Hutch Underground Radio Podcast Show. I'm Jay Sean Jones, and I'm with Colin Shields. Yes, he's in the house. Uh, we are going to provide you on week one of the NFL, and we do sports overall in general. Uh, Colin, let's go ahead and start it off with first game of the season. What were you thinking about the Bucks and the Cowboys? Well, honestly, I thought it was a very impressive offensive showdown on both sides of the ball. Um, Dak Prescott looked great in his return. Ezekiel Elliott, they might have to find new ways to utilize him, and then Tom Brady does what Tom Brady does best. Get the ball with a minute left, take that thing all the way down the field and score. And honestly, as soon as he got that ball in the fourth quarter with that minute and 30 left, I was like, oh, this game's over. Everyone already knew what was going to happen. It was only a matter of time before it did. Man, yeah, I, I agree completely, 100%. Very exciting game to watch. I thought both receiving cores actually did a very nice job, too. Dallas, you know, with C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, and, of course, Tampa Bay has their monster duo with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, not even to mention Rob Gronkowski. And also, um, if I may interrupt you, how about <laughs> Antonio Brown? Hey, yeah, that's man, that's my guy, for real, for real. It's, I, I like seeing Antonio Brown come up from being almost out of the NFL, so – Right, it's crazy to think about the fact that he was almost out of the NFL and then he goes into there after a f- his first full off season with the team and who knows how long, and he goes and has probably the best performance of the night, in my opinion, just comes out of nowhere. You know, everyone thought, you know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they were going to be number one and two. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot, Antonio Brown just made him a three-headed monster. Mm-hmm. Not, to, not that you don't even have Rob Gronkowski there in the middle as well, right. running that, that tight end spot, and he looked like his old self. And it's just, you have to w- think, how is anyone going to stop that offense? That is true because you also got Ronald Jones, who I like. He didn't do that much against the Dallas Cowboys, but I think it's early in the season. Just, just wait. Big things are coming from Ronald Jones. He's too, he's too shifty. Right. He moves very quick. Uh, do they still have Leonard Fournette? Yep. They signed they Leonard Fournette again. They have um, Giovanni Bernard as well, and oh, so man. they have they have three very good running backs as well. Shh. And it's just they did lose one of their safeties. Uh, Murphy Bunting, I think, is who it was. Mm-hmm. He broke his arm. So they might they might have a few problems in the secondary. Just, you know, that Prescott did in the uh, Cowboys offense did have a very good uh, day offensively. Just couldn't get it – just couldn't score enough in the end, you know. Some of that falls on their kicker as well. Right. You know, he missed a couple of ones where, you know, he makes those and we might be having a completely different situation down the stretch for Tom Brady where he actually has to get in the end zone instead of just kicking a field goal to end it and then – so, you know, but that's football. Everyone misses stuff, and honestly, I t- the biggest thing I took away from that was the Cowboys' defense is definitely still holding them back, and Dak Prescott is my early MVP candidate. Oh, okay. So let's go into my early MVP candidate. Uh, I got Matt Stafford. Go ahead and picking it up. That was – he came out and did so well in that game. That first – I think – was that the first offensive play they had where they threw it to – just right over the top of the secondary on that post, I yeah, believe. F- their first explosive play. Mm-hmm. They had a couple warm-up plays, if you okay. want to call them that. But, yeah, as a Bears fan, I was – I'm pretty sure the whole dorm hates me now because they can just hear me screaming oh, man. the whole time. Man, I'm not used to seeing the defense look very hmm, JV-like. That, mm-hmm. It almost seemed like they just didn't belong on the field with that offense. Yeah, and it was um, – you know, Andy Dalton honestly didn't even have that bad of a game. No, very – It I was wasn't very, anything spectacular at all. I was very okay with it was how Andy Dalton played. It was a very winning-worthy, you know, game manager style type of thing, mm-hmm. which is what I think they need him to do this year. But the, you have to think about they uh, the Bears, they did uh, get rid of their cornerback, remind me on his name. Oh, Desmond Trufant. Oh, I no, you're talking Fuller. about Kyle Fuller is Kyle who you're Fuller talking about. Well. Yes. And they also got rid of their left tackle – 
who I know he had a rough game last week as well, but mm-hmm. you kind of saw they were already on their third left tackle, their mm-hmm. third string left tackle. Yeah, I mean, we picked up a 40-year-old Jason Peters. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's a lot going on. But back to, like, the whole Andy Dalton thing. So I, I just need to know, what side of the fence are you on? Should the Bears play Justin Fields more, or should they start him even? Or what do you think they should do with Justin Fields? I are think you, Are you big on Justin Fields, first and foremost? Like, or you think he's just, eh? I was very big on Justin Fields coming out of college. I I watched that game he had against Clemson where even with all uh, with how injured he was and how many big hits he took, he continued to stand in that pocket and just throw the ball over that defense that up to that point had been just outright amazing last year on Clemson. And I was very – I'm very surprised that he's not starting. I do watch Matt Jones and Trevor Lawrence get those early season reps and learn. And even though sometimes there are some struggles in there, I think it's very valuable – to get that on-the-field uh, playing experience, uh, just being a quarterback myself, I think the best way to do it is to just throw them in the fire. Although, although, honestly, throwing them in the fire too early where they're not entirely confident and everything can hurt. So I think it's kind of a judgment decision based off of um, how ready do you think Justin Fields is? And also, if Justin Fields doesn't work, that whole front office might be gone as well. So I think there's that pressure too where they, they are waiting talk for about him. it. Do you think that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace's jobs are on the line oh, this absolutely. season? I think they've been on the line. I think the only reason they drafted a QB this year and moved up – did they move up to get Justin? Oh, Pace? yeah, from 20 yeah, to so 11. They, they moved up nine spots in the draft because they knew if they don't have a QB that they can show promise and say, hey, we brought this kid in. Because the Trubisky pick looks bad as it is. Oh, my gosh. It was bad in 2017 when we made the pick. I was, I wanted Deshaun Watson, personally. I actually thought that he would be the best quarterback coming out of that draft. Yes, thank you. I was wrong. I missed him on Patrick Mahomes. But a lot I think of people a lot of the did, world though. did as yes. well, too, A lot so. of people had just like – I always hate it when uh, people uh, kind of – throw shade at the Bears for making the Trubisky selection as if they didn't already have Trubisky at the top of their draft board as well. People sleep, but Trubisky didn't look half bad in the beginning years. Well, yeah, no, he definitely it. had he definitely had his uh, fair share of shiny moments. He did he did lead them on what should have been a uh, a game winning drive in the playoffs. Ugh. Double joint. Sorry oh about that. My but gosh, <laughs> the memes are still endless to this day. I had to bring that up. I'm sorry. It's okay. He, they, I actually thought that that was kind of what spelled the end of them was they just, you know, they had that, and then the next year he starts off on not so great of a year, and everything starts to pile up. Then Nick Foles comes in, and Nick Foles does decent, and, you know, he just got done winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So the expectations for him are very high. And then just having that QB carousel, I think, last year definitely did not help him very much at all. Definitely hurt his confidence. You could you could kind of see it uh, throughout the season last year. Mitch didn't look like 2018 Mitch at all. It's on the Bills now, though, backing up Josh Allen. Who did the Bills play this weekend? They played the Steelers, and the Steelers actually got the best of them, which surprised me a lot. I thought the Bills would run away with that one. What surprised you about the Steelers taking that game? I honestly, I didn't watch much of it. Uh, I was on, I was actually watching red zone the whole day, and so neither team really had the ball in the red zone. But a lot of coaches preach this, and it's that special teams can win football games, oh. and that is exactly what happened Great with the words. Pittsburgh Steelers. They, uh, that block punt really did change that momentum for them. Mm-hmm. I think they were losing up until that point, and then for them to get that, you know, that's an easy seven points right there, especially when your offense is struggling like that. And I'm not sure how good the Steelers will be this year. I think that might have been a one-game fluke because they still did only score 20 points. But with that being said, Mike Tomlin is a very good coach. They have a very good wide receiver core. Najee Harris has a lot of potential. 
I and Big Ben well. is very very experienced as well, and you know he how might he's definitely in his twilight, but he is definitely still capable of leading a team to the playoffs. How long do you think Big Ben has left? To be honest, this is his last year. You think this is his last year? I, oh yeah, I, I, man, it's either this one or next year. Honestly, I'm I'm being honest. I'm surprised Brady still hasn't retired. So. Yes, no, I thought I thought after the uh, year where him and the Patriots they got bounced in the first round versus the Titans, I thought that was when that decline was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to a team that has weapons that can surround him, mm. just like how he did when he they went on that 19-0 run with Randy Moss. You know, he has a great right wide receiver to throw to, and all of a sudden, boom, he's just back to his old self. And I'm early on in the year, I had, had my doubts about it, but holy cow, he has exceeded expectation in every way, which is crazy considering he had six rings going into that year and just right. has a seven. But so the, you dude's, would think, the dude's old enough to be my grandfather. So exactly. Let's, he's let's, been playing in the league longer than I've been alive. <laughs> that is insane to think about, bro. He's been playing since, man, yeah. It's, see, I'm 20. He definitely got me beat, for sure, oh. for sure. And then moving on from old quarterbacks to young quarterbacks, um, Trevor Lawrence had his highs and his lows in his NFL debut. Mm. He threw for three touchdowns, but also had three interceptions against a lowly Texans team and ended up with the, that ended up beating the Jads. What were your takeaways from that game? I think ju- I think this is, this is my honest-to-God opinion about Trevor Lawrence. I've always been – this is going to seem super biased because I'm a Bears fan, but even before the Bears even selected Justin Fields, I always liked him more than Trevor Lawrence, and here's why. I almost thought it was going to be too good to be true with Trevor Lawrence. I didn't say he was going to be a bust right out the gate. I don't think he's going to be a bust. kid's going to be great, but unfortunately, he's just playing in a program and a franchise right now that just does not look like it's going to be a good spot for him. More props to him if he can turn it around. He's got some decent pieces out there. You know, he's got DJ Shark and... Um, Lavista Chanel is very solid. James yes. Robinson. Yes, the running back, James Robinson. Um, once their running back gets healthy, they drafted him in the first round this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going blank on his name. But the guy from Clemson also. Eat, oh, uh, Travis Etienne. Yeah. 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 yeah when no, he gets yeah. healthy, he will definitely have weapons. But I just look at all the dysfunction that happened in that organization, um, especially in the last couple of years. They had that, you know, Jalen Ramsey. They traded him for a good amount of picks. I will give them that. But, you know, you you let the best corner in the league, league go yeah. at, a, at a young age. Calais too. Campbell, you trade for a very late round pick, mm. and he's still having great, great production. And then they're all just all that defensive talent that they just let go away. And then all the all of a sudden, you hear about how they were finding players for not doing treatment, which is um, the, which is against their contracts and all that. You mm-hmm. can't find a player for that stuff, especially in the off season. And then. You know, them rumored to move to London every now and then. That comes up, and you're just like, what the heck is going on inside that organization? And then Urban Meyer, he already has rumors of him resigning. Uh, the USC job just opened up. You never know. <laughs> he might have another heart attack. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it's it's definitely concerning right. seeing how he's kind of just been thrown into the fire without a without a great team to surround him. When, right. like I am rooting for him, though. I do, And I do think he'll end up being all right. I just – Absolutely. I just think it's going to take a little bit longer than everybody expected just because he's in Jacksonville, And he's done, his whole life, he's done a very good job of managing expectation and living up to it. So oh, yeah. Very, very hesitant to say, oh, he won't work out. Right. Because, but then again, he was at Clemson who had a great, great, great uh, team to surround him. First and round picks all over. T. Higgins was roster. there, and he's a great receiver in the NFL. Not too, not great, but you know he's, he's on his way. He's young. He's, he's, he's on his way. He's, young, and he's definitely on the come up. Yeah, that's I'm, that's who I'm worried about. Low key for the Bears. Yeah, Week two so. is a 
T. Higgins. No, I think I think Trevor Lawrence will end up doing all right in the NFL. I don't. Th- I think it'll be kind of Andrew Luck esque, where you know he's on, a he great took, QB. He took the Colts to the playoffs in his first mm-hmm. year, though. I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> uh, the, the Colts, the year that uh, I know, I know Pat Magic talks about this a lot, but the year the Colts got that first overall pick, it was it was because Peyton Manning was injured. And Facts, they did not no. have a Peyton Manning on their team yeah. that was injured last year. They didn't go from winning the Super Bowl to like going zero and sixteen or whatever, right? So or losing a Super Bowl, excuse me, to going zero and sixteen. And so, um, just for that reason, I think I think you'll have an Andrew Luck career though, where he does very good and everyone knows he's a great QB. But just the talent around him isn't the greatest to where he can mm. completely get up to the expectations of where people thought he might be able to take a franchise. That is true. But he won't be a you know Marcus Mariota type of guy where he has flashes but can just never really put it together. I think yeah. he'll be able to put it together. He'll definitely be a Pro Bowl quarterback. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, definitely. I mean, Trubisky could be one. He definitely <laughs> will. <laughs> I, I didn't even think Trubisky really deserved it when he made it. But And then you mentioned earlier uh, Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase had a pretty good hey. day receiving for him. Hey, that's it. very, very uh, reminiscent of the old days back in 2020 when they won, the nat- yes, won they that natty. Up, they definitely picked up right where they left off in college. They had seven completions, and a, including a 50-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. On, on a Vikings defense that, you know, is usually known for their defense. And so that was – they did end up um, – the Vikings did end up coming back on them, but they were able to win it over time. Mm-hmm. So for Joe Burrow, it was great to see that, that he still had that and uh, that little – that it factor, especially after coming off of an injury like an ACL one where he had that big, huge brace just protecting his knee and that he still has that confidence out there to go and throw it and, you know, take a hit or two and just be able to shake it off and get right onto the next one. Yeah, that's, that's just kind of like – DNA of that's just kind of like the DNA of someone who's very capable of making great plays. Uh, I read a report here. Let me let me pull it up. Joe Burrow had not supposedly, but I guess Joe Burrow the game that basically led to, or I mean the play that uh, led them to winning the game in overtime. Joe Burrow called that by himself yes. by making an audible at the line. So man, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't high on Joe Burrow when he was coming out of really? college. I I thought he was a very good college player, but I just I thought that's what it was. Kind of like Jameis Winston? Kind, yes, kind of. And speak, speaking of Jameis. Yeah, we'll get to him in a second yeah, for we, sure. Yeah, he needs his own, he needs his own subject and category because that, that was an astronomical game. Mm-hmm. He Absolutely. Up, but uh, more on Joe Burrow. No, yeah, he's – I think he's doing a really good job of kind of maintaining all of, like, the pressure that comes with being a number one overall pick, getting put in, like how you said Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. could be able to do and just come in and – uh, out the gate and instantly just provide pretty good numbers. Hopefully he can stay healthy this year for the Bengals. They got a they got a bright one. They got a bright one in Cincinnati. Yes, I, I was very high on Joe Burrow coming out of college. Um, just seeing that growth that he had from his first year at LSU mm. to his second year where he was kind of able to put it all together. Where he, There were some games where he had some flashes, and then there were some where it was like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, and being from LSU, you know, it, there's a huge spotlight on that program. Just, you oh, know, yeah. they're always expected to win a national championship and compete for uh, win the SEC and compete for a national championship. And they they did well in the start of that year, and then they kind of faded off a little bit. And then I think that really lit a fire under him. You know, they won the Fiesta Bowl to end it, but then you know that's not really keeps you around and keeps you famous at LSU. They, right? They right. want more than just a new. They year want that. Na- they want national championships. They don't want and just the story that he had that year. You know, being you know, wanting to go to uh, where he and then and uh, I think it was, uh, I'm going blank on it, but he there was one college he wanted to go to, I believe, and then they didn't give him. So he was Mr. Ohio for the football. Yeah, he went to Ohio school. State originally. Went to Ohio State. You know, had to transfer out of there because he didn't get the job. Goes to LSU, has a good first year, not great, and then his second year 
dad puts two thousand dollars on him to win the Heisman, and he goes out and does that. And the way he did it, just lighting up defenses in the SEC, which is known for defense, even though I think they're getting a little more offensive based now. They're more than as the game of football really is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and just for I think he's a great leader. Um, I think he has a great mental aspect for the game, and you know I wasn't very high on uh, Zach Taylor as his head coach though, Mm. and for them to go out and have a lot of success like they did in their first game of the year. I'm excited to see what they do this year. I'll say the same, but not for next week. <laughs> I'm going to need my Bears to go ahead and step up and handle that light work, but they, they probably won't. Another, yep, and then another first round, uh, first overall pick quarterback, just a little bit south of them by about the whole country. <laughs> Jameis Winston, five touchdowns on 14 mm. of 20 passing. It's also the fewest attempts to reach five touchdowns in the history oh, of the NFL. Oh, you said how many, how many passing attempts? 20. 14 for 20. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. That's How many yards? How many yards? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll look at it real quick. But yeah. I know it, it wasn't a crazy amount that just made you jump off the page, but it's definitely. five touchdowns, especially from Jameis like Winston. That's and I think he only, I don't think he threw any interceptions either, which is something that he's known for, and that's why he's on the um, – on the Buccaneers right now, also they could get Tom Brady, which definitely helps them. But <laughs> his transformation, I thought, from, you know, he used to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to just throw the ball to. And now, you know, is Michael Thomas is out with an injury, so their best wide receiver isn't really known. But I thought he did a very good job of controlling the game. He only had 148 passing yards. Jeez. Which, you know, on 20 attempts, that's still seven and a half yards that's of attempt. attempt. right, and but five touchdowns. For him to have five touchdowns and also have no interceptions, I thought was showed very good growth from him. But you know, he uh, I think Sean Payton's a great been a great help to him as well as along with Drew Brees back when they were on the team together last year. Um, for I think having that year for Jameis to grow under that the greatness of Drew Brees and the brains that um, Sean Payton has, I thought it was great for him to just be around that where you know he doesn't have to go in and do everything. And kind of just play reckless. You know, they have a great running game behind him. Alvin Kamara can be a great shutdown back and catch Shout the ball out to for Hush him. CC, by the way. Absolutely. Yes, sir. <laughs> Rocking and out. yes, and then I thought overall they just played a great game, and they also their defense looked uh, looked amazing. They did a good job of limiting separation from the Packers wide receivers. Aaron Rodgers threw two picks, and he only had five last year. I tell in you total. what, that was the happiest I was in football the whole was this whole weekend. It's just. I was dreading the Rams and Bears game, but just to see the Packers go out and get dominated like that makes a makes a real Bears fan like me very very happy. But I, I know it's Green Bay. At the end of the day, I'm I'm I feel like they're going to come out in week two and probably try to do some different things. Aaron Rodgers is a different breed, but yes, who knows he is what he's a, got in store? Definitely a very good quarterback. I think that them not having him all preseason because of that holdout where you know everyone was like, "What's he going to do? Is he going to be on Jeopardy? Is he going to retire? Is, is he, he going to be, be there? Jeopardy? Is he getting <laughs> traded?" Like there was just so much uncertainty with him. And Jordan Love was getting all the first team reps. And I think not having that time to get back into the football mode definitely didn't hurt. Didn't help him. It definitely hurt them. And also, you have to wonder: Is Aaron Rodgers really? invested in this year or does he kind of just think you know this team doesn't really care about me i think um, really the only person that knows that is probably aaron Rodgers. oh yes <laughs> and i think it's uh, it's something where you might look at me and it's like i'm just i'm here i'm collecting my check you know this t- this organization doesn't believe in me why would i want to go out there and right. go win a ring other than just do it for myself and it's only one week i could be overreacting a lot he is last year's mvp for a reason he is a great player and i'm actually a very big fan of aaron Rodgers. 
hate him. He was like, oh, he's been my fantasy QB like three out of the last five years, and he's always put up great numbers, especially when he has when he's been able to stay healthy like last year. It was a great pickup for me in like the thirteenth round. I have no clue how he fell that far, but I was very grateful. And I'm just I'm very interested to see what the Packers do this year. You know, they're missing their left tackle after he tore his ACL, so that's definitely not helping them. Um, but they still do have Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams on offense, and their defense is definitely not bad either. They, they do have Jair, Jair Alexander. I have seen a lot of Packers fans coming after Kevin King, which I think is very unfair because he only got – he got burned one time, yes. Mm-hmm. But even if he doesn't get burned that one time, the score is still 31-3. to Right. So maybe you look at your front seven instead of your back, mm-hmm. your back four that – in the secondary that actually played a, what I thought wasn't a terrible game outside of the fact that they got uh, – they did, they did give up five touchdowns, mm. but it was on shorter fields. You know, they didn't give up any crazy long bombs outside of one that mm-hmm. Kevin King got burnt on. So I think it's ju- it's going to be interesting to see what happens to him this year, though. I think so, too. They got, they got the pieces to make some noise. I'm just very uh, – Well, that wraps up episode one of our podcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we hope to catch you next week as well. Sir, check in and tap in and whatever you need to do to get here and listen, go ahead and do what you got to do. See ya.